is how we get Ryan Camp rocking right now. We get this music up and going, and Kent is in that mode. Welcome <clears throat> today. That intro fires me up every time. Every time it gets you going. Every time. We have Meg Jacoby here fire. as well. Meg, are you are you down with honky tonk? Are you with Are you with that? Yeah. Of course, I'm in. I live in upstate New York. It's pretty country up here. That's true. When we were, yeah. when we were for the, when we had the camp going on last time, uh, when we went to the creek, I think Meg rolled yes. with me, and we had Hardy just blasting through the speakers. I was like, "You get down with Hardy?" She's like, "Yeah." So oh, I went good. to a Hardy concert at like a town fair in PA somewhere. Don't even know what county it was. It was the most backwoods concert ever and the fact that it was hardy and like he's pretty big now is pretty cool like my car got stuck in mud like that like bad like that's how mud in Lackawanna yeah, county it was it might, it might have been probably it had to have been i know that's how you roll so today we have a couple we have a variety of topics to talk about but first make jacoby fresh off of a deck of fit oof yeah how you holding up i'm all right you know, I definitely have something going on with my hip, and uh, I'm sure by now some people have finally seen the, the video. It was like posted in stories, and I was legit tagged in the video of just me falling super hard off of that box. So that was really fun to the see. I was like, cool. <laughs> the way your friends roll, I'm, I'm surprised they haven't made like memes of it. Oh, there I hasn't know, been right? like spliced yeah, into I videos know. i didn't i didn't repost it because i was like i'm not reposting i haven't that. seen that it again not, that is me being very unathletic mildly unathletic for a moment no i just did one of those like where you step over a little too far on that soft box and it just flipped me right off of it and i kind of had something going on with like my hip flexor area and i think i uh i don't know i just it just made it worse and then every run after that was extremely labored. My gait was off. Like it was just not, just wasn't going super well. So, but fun race, like I, I had no fun in that race, but <laughs> fun, ra fun race for everyone else. Um, like I was super excited for Camilla cause that's our girl, you know, mm -hmm. with the camp and she and she and I just become really good friends. Obviously Vivian's awesome. Tara did great. Um, I was trying to catch Tara at the end on those burpees, though. Let me tell you, I was going full send on those burpees. But, uh, yeah, it was really nice to see Vivian. I knew Vivian was going to bring it. Obviously, I raced her in Philly. So I knew she was, like, really fit. Um, she really impressed me there. So I was really happy for her. She ran another big PR. Um, and Camilla had a huge – and I think it came down to like one burp, ram burpee between the two of them. So mm -hmm. I wasn't really a part of all the excitement because I was on the other side just trying to like hang on <laughs> during that. So I had no idea what was going on behind me, but I didn't know – I did not realize how close it was. Um, so that was cool to like find out after. Um, so yeah, I mean, another stacked female heat. So that was cool. And there were some names in there that like, there were a couple girls that, um, I, I didn't know that did really well. Mm -hmm. Again, I was like pissed because I'm having like a not good race for myself. So then I'm like, who are all these people? Like, who are these people? You know? And I mean that in the most respectful way, but I, I certainly didn't feel like I was where I should be in that. So, but it was like, 
cool to see new names popping in there. And again, just like the the competition getting elevated, the the race getting elevated. You know, I'm all for that. I I hope I'm helping that happen too. You know, just myself. So it's really nice to see more people like signing up and giving this a go and like doing well in it. So that's cool. Before we touch on this a little bit more, I just want you to know that you're not alone in this box jump situation. Yeah. I have had this happen to me in training the exact same way that it happened to you in that race. I've, I've never, it's no one's ever been filming and it's not been live streamed <laughs> yeah. when it happened, but yeah. I have busted my ass a few yeah. times, but one time really, really good that I remember where I fell on my hip and kind of went down on my shoulder too. Yeah. And I got up and I like legit was like, am I okay right now? Yeah. Like I'm not. It happened so fast that I remember being on the ground and being like, how did I get here? You know, like what, ha- like I, I like not even like consciously really knowing what happened and then just like getting up. And then like, of course it happened so fast, but I remember in my head being like, all right, just relax. Like, don't like get, cause it like you're, then your like heart rate is super high and you're like mm-hmm. adrenaline's going like crazy. And I just remembered being like, <laughs> like, we do not want this to happen a second time here. So like, just get through the rest of it and then go. And I, I somehow came out of that first still, but like every run progressively after that, like my hip hurt worse and worse and worse. And like, by the end, I just felt like I just like couldn't really run hard at all. So that was kind of disheartening. So then I just tried to hit the stations hard because that was not hurting me. Like it's definitely something with like pushing off during the run. That's kind of irritating at the moment. But so then I'm like hitting the stations as hard as I can. But some of those didn't still didn't go well. The, The assault bike, got me good. And I don't know. I don't know. It just, it just is what it is. It wasn't a good day for Meg. So. I think everyone gets punched in the mouth by Decca at least once. Like yeah. it's just something that ha- if you go through everybody who really has done it, it's hard to just nail every time, whether it's something within the stations that, <clears throat> or within the course that goes wrong or just like an energy output thing. I mean, I've blown up in that thing more than I haven't, I think. More than not. I don't like it's just strictly DECA. It's it's just racing in general. When you put yourself out there and you're racing a ton, you're bound to just kind of bomb one regardless. You know, obviously your hip, you know, that definitely played a factor in your potential in that race. But like, I think back to my race at High Rocks North American Championships last year in Chicago when I, it was like, I was embarrassed after that race. Like I, Dude, I, I like I wanted to leave the venue. <laughs> same. I wish I, I was in that race. So just to take embarrassed. That, just to give you an and L like, on that one, Kent. <laughs> so many people didn't know that like I wiped out hard. And like, I think a lot of people just thought I fell, just fell off. And like, I think for me, it was not necessarily the physical falling off. Like, I don't feel like I went out too hard. I definitely think that it was more of like, the hip and then the mental aspect from mm-hmm. that happening that was like it it just wasn't clicking for me after that because I started like really laboring on the running and then starting to get past and like mm-hmm. I knew I wasn't a hundred percent so I'm j- at that point it's just like all right just like hang on you know and I really haven't I'm lucky honestly because 
It's been a whole year now of me doing this. And I think this is the first time I've really had like even a remotely not great race, honestly. You haven't not been on the podium, right? Have you finished the podium in every race? Yeah. Yeah. So this is the first time that this is like even really happened for me. So like knock on wood, doing pretty good. Like it took me a lot. Like Saturday, I was like, fuck everything. I'm fuck, you know, like I was super pissed. Um, you know, you, it's hard when you travel uh, far away mm-hmm. and there's so much more to this too, because my brother came and yo, he made shirts with my face on it that my whole family I was saw wearing. <laughs> Did you? And it said like team Jacoby on the back. They're really cute. We need one. Totally not my, that's not my style a little bit. So <laughs> I was like, oh God, this is so embarrassing. And like then the I heads. like, and then I like had a bad race. So I was like. This is double embarrassing. So much more embarrassing because they had the shirts on. So, you know, I was like, all right, great job to, you know, the girls did great. Um, And I was super, like I said, I was super happy for them. And I had really good convos with them after and all that. But I was like, I got to get out of here. Just not in the mood now to do this. I know it's not completely apples to apples, but how many times do you see someone fall down in a track race? And they yeah. they get back up and get into into the race and like either you know win the race or latch on to like second or it like rarely ever happens. Yeah. Um. Even even physic. What were you gonna say, Rich? We're all steeplers here. Did you guys see oh, the American the, yeah. the American steepler this year? He fell like early though, like lap two, and got up and won. He won the the trials for the steeple. Yeah, it's e- it it's can one or happen. the other. It can it's happen. Like, it doesn't happen. It's like they either win, they either like the adrenaline sends these people to like freaking just kill it and they win, or it's yeah, uh, just like a shitty even, race. Even if physically you can get yourself back, like something mentally, it just shakes you up a little bit, mm-hmm. and it kind of gets you out of that mindset that you're a killer or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Definitely. I have a question. I have a question for you, Meg. Okay. Um. Shoot. So these girls, like, I want to know kind of what you're thinking at the start line of this particular deck of it, because I'm assuming most of the other girls, the only thing they're thinking about is you, right? But when you're, I mean, they probably think that Meg's the favorite to win this race. Mm -hmm. You know, you just broke the world record a few weeks ago, but you're Meg Jacoby. Who are you thinking about? What are you thinking about? Are you thinking... Are you even thinking about anyone? Are you thinking about re-breaking your world record? And the point yeah. is, is these, I think it's an advantage for these other girls to have somebody to go after. Oh, definitely. It's not, it's not as easy when you are at the top of the totem pole and you're just going for time. And I've been in that yeah. situation myself before. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's a little bit tricky when you're going after a time rather than being like, hmm, I'll go stick with so-and-so today when you know you're the best one on the line on your best day. Yeah. So So I was definitely thinking about the time and I knew, you know, I kind of had a time in mind in my head that I wanted to get. I know we talked about it. I wanted to go under 32 minutes. Um, and on a good day, I feel like that's very possible for me. Um, it's a couple seconds, every lap, there's 10 of them, you know, there's 10 runs. It's a couple, and then we're all trap people. So that's how I, we all think, right? It's like, if you're trying to cut 10 seconds off of a PR, it's not done in one lap. It's like one second per lap 
for 10, you know, for a two mile or whatever it is. So that's really like what I'm thinking. And I'm like, all right, like I've done this once now. I'm going to approach it similarly to how I did um, in Philly, but I was a little more conservative there just because I hadn't ever done a race, a DecaFit yet. So I knew just like I had ever done my first High Rocks race, like I'm going to go, I'm going to be a little conservative at the very beginning. Um, and then like, you know, you need a lot of juice in DecaFit at the end anyway. So that strategy worked out well in Philly. And I kind of thought, okay, I can, I can push the line a little bit. Um, and I think that too, just like, I'm, I feel like I'm an athlete that I can always find something at the end too. And like burpees are really a strong point for me. So like worst case scenario, if I need to make up some time, I could probably get a second or two back there or like whatever, you know what I mean? I could find a little push at the end, but um, it is tough going for time. And, and then I think the expectation too, and this is one thing I was saying to Rich, it's like, this is a very good problem to have. So I'm like, this is like an elite level problem. So I don't mean this in like any kind of weird way, but I think people expect you when you come in and you do really well right away that to always do well. And then when you don't, it's like, oh my God, you know, like, um, you have, you have, you're further to fall. I guess is, Mm -hmm. is maybe like what happens. And I had clearly just broken the record three weeks ago. So then to have a not great race, like three weeks later, that's still pretty fresh. And, and I mean, that's how I felt about it too. I was like, Jesus, like we we, clearly, we know it's not my fitness. You know, I didn't lose fitness in three weeks. Um, so isn't it crazy? Isn't it crazy how three weeks ago you did break the world record and then yeah, this and happens and that now this yeah. is like all you can think about. You can't it's even think about, about your world record performance. It's just yeah. this one shitty race. Like that's yeah. probably the, when you're training now, you're not thinking about how great you were in that no, deck of fit in it's Pennsylvania. Like I never, this will never happen again. You know, that's, that's like the mentality now of every like workout I'm doing is like, I never want to feel like this again. Instead of like, how great it felt to have come in in my first time, like ran a great time, you know, it's just crazy. The motivation that we take away from stuff, but it just reminds me sometimes because I think, um, I've always been extremely hard on myself athletically and I'm sure you guys can relate. And a lot of people listening to this will probably be able to relate. And it's just that little reminder, like, Hey, you're a human being. Shit happens. Things happen. Things go wrong. Um, you know, it, it is what it is. Like it comes, it comes with the territory. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Ken, have you had, have you had an experience like that where, where it did feel like you fell like at a, like had real high expectations and then it was just like, oh, wet down in that way. And you're like, oh man. Well, the most, the most recent one would have been Chicago last year. Mm -hmm. You know, Hunter wasn't in that race. I'm thinking, I've got this thing in the bag and completely fell on my face. I didn't even make the podium. I was like fifth, maybe not. Um, what? Well, sixth. Was I sixth? I don't think sixth, seventh, (laughs) something like that. Seventh or eighth. But you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, man, it real. I think for me and everyone can be different, but for me, I need those kind of, I don't, I don't wish them to happen but I need yeah. them sometimes to really just kind of light a fire under me. And yeah. when it happens to you, it's like you can either choose to be like, 
I don't know, sad about it or just let it fire you up for the next one. You know, like I know when I have a shit race that, that that's not who I am, you know, like Mm. I know deep down that I'm a much better competitor than, than what I showed on that day. So I don't let it affect me too much. Um, because I just know, I know that that wasn't me out there. Yeah. So, yeah, and I think I think that probably too just comes with like a little bit more experience like within this world, you know, like I think with what we do, it's like we don't compete as often, right? Like if if this was college, I'd have another meet next weekend to redeem myself. And I and I probably would, you know, like that was mm-hmm. kind of and in I think in just pure running, you know how few and far between sometimes the PRs are like, especially when you're racing constantly. So you're like, all right, it's not always going to be a PR. Um, I think with what we do for me, it's, it's like, sometimes we don't race for months at a time. And then you have that one, just that, you know, one shot you're traveling further. It's out of your own pocket, all that kind of stuff. So then it, it like, it stings a lot more. And then you don't have maybe a redemption moment so quickly. Um, and then that kind of sits in my brain a little bit. So then maybe that's something I need to just with time. We'll I'll get used to. Hopefully not. Hopefully I don't get used to this because then that means I'm getting that means I'm having shittier races more often. I don't want to get used to it. Never mind. <laughs> I like I audibly gasped when you fell. I was like, oh no. Yeah. But you did get up. I quick. think I did too. You got up quick. All right. Good. That means I'm. I had people send me the video, though, not even kidding you. And they were like, wow, really athletic. And I was like, no, actually, I legitimately hurt myself. And they were like, oh, I'm really sorry. And I was like, yeah. (laughs) Got to play it up. Thanks, jerks. No, I'm just kidding. Rich, you experienced a big letdown this weekend, right? Which one? Your your deck is strong. Oh, come on. I'm happy with that deck is strong. I told you over and over. I'm good with it. 1208 echo bike, 25 meter transition, legit 25 oh yard transition, <clears throat> 25 yards. You're over here on your, I don't have a video. I don't see Mattel, video. Mattel brand freaking skier talking to me about my times. So I'm, I'm fine with it. Did they have an assault bike or no? They did. And oh, I definitely, see that's you're a trooper then, because if they, if you had, you could have said something. I could have said. I mentioned it kind of like as I, I'm just getting to know the the people over at the gym, Arsenal Health and Fitness here, right here in Arvada. Yeah. So I don't have much of a relationship with them to be like, hey, take these Echo bikes out of here and put those assault bikes in there. Why are they not using what is used? Well, because if that's they a- have both, like I understand if you don't have both. But if you have both, I don't get why you're not using the assault bike, I guess. So it's a big space. So they had three lanes and they had okay. three echoes and two assaults. They they they're swapping they're swapping out their assault bikes for echo bikes. So it's like, oh, we have three lanes. We'll just use these echo bikes because we have them. And none of nobody there has competed in DECA at all. Right. So that's okay. like a, that that's something that I'm finding that is going to really change the way these courses are kind of set up is if there's actually someone who's within the community, like an advocate for it and just like a gym owner, right? And maybe they'll get yeah. into it. Like that one uh, that Ryland did in Boise, like those people are all about DECA. They know about it. So they set the course up really well for them. And they 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 gave, uh, like they put time to think about what would be an advantage yeah. or, or how the athlete would want to go through it. Here, they're just like, 
this here's this Deca thing. I think they like have a connection with Yancey. Let's throw Yancey a bone. Put out these Echo bikes. But they're supposed to have these affiliate calls every month where they go over these type of situations so that they have the possible the best possible setup because people are using these gym events to try to qualify for the world championships Mm -hmm. you know so i don't know if they haven't been on a call yet but i know that these discussions are being had but in terms of importance for a gym event like that like how much do you think they really care or how much do you think they even know there were definitely people who traveled to the event right who came uh see that's what bothers me about it is like and and it was like one of the last weekends to qualify potentially. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The gyms that I have around here, they're like super on top of it. Like they are on every call. They know all the rules. Like they knew more rules than I did. And I'm like, you're that should be mandatory. <laughs> you like that I mean? should be if you yeah. if you're gonna host an event, I think that needs to be mandatory. Make your number one yeah. rule from now on is just stay on the box, stay on your feet, stay on the box. Don't, don't need any more rules. Don't die. That's all. But like even. <laughs> Even uh, can't we? We've gone to Fitfocker a couple times for these, and mm-hmm. they are they tinker every time, right? So they're they're like learning it as they're going, and this is just their first event, right? So I could have been out there like up in their grill a little bit. I was like twenty five yards though. Yeah, just twenty five yards after the tank. It's like that takes twenty five seconds at least after a tank oh. push. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. taking all. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna have to write in my time for this next one. I'm happy with <laughs> it. I was 12:08. I was 12:06 when we did Fitfocker before World Championships last year. Do you remember when, what time of year that was? It was it was after the qualifier qualifying time. Remember when you did 11:30? I was like 12:06. Mm-hmm. I don't remember when that was, but that was like after the qualification period, so it counted for this year. Right. So it was either late September or mid October. So I'm like right around where I was, and I'm fine with that. Deca Strong's hard, dude. Plus, Echo Bike. Echo Bike. Deca Deca Strong is hard if all you're doing is threshold training all the time. I haven't done much Deca Strong stuff. I've done like, I've tapped into a little bit of that VO2 max full output type of pieces here or there, but nothing like that I need to be doing. But I felt strong. Like the dead ball overs, I didn't feel like I was hanging on for dear life, which is a good place to be in a deck of strong. So I'm good with it, dude. Don't worry about me. I'm fine. I'm going to Madrid. I'm I got that's all it yeah. matters. Yeah. Using a deck of strong as a tune up. A little tune up. Everything will feel <laughs> real nice and slow during uh for high rocks. <laughs> when was Everyone's last high rocks was at world. It was worlds, right? For for you two, I went no, to Dubai. Dubai. Bro. Went to Dubai, that's right. Just did it. Just did it. I'm uh. So give me some advice on that, Kent. First one of the season. How's it make you feel to know that I've beat your PR at like seventy oh, percent of my fitness over there with those Dubai sleds? You're like this that was always. This it's always I'm, something. You were like it's this not is even why faster. I'm in the middle. Of RMR. This is why Meg's in the middle because I got to like exactly. referee these two sometimes. I you do like know, that. though, that I am <laughs> one of the best at the sled. So when you see a fast sled time, don't immediately. It's not like, you know, I'm, I hate to call Gabe out, but like, yeah, if Gabe Heck pushes a 148, you know something's up. You know, I know. But I'm just if saying. I push a 230, that's within reason. 
It is. You know, if my pull is 259, that's within reason of what like I'm capable of doing. The nah. sleds were not astronomically fast in, in You Dubai. liked the ropes that they used though, which are not the ropes, high rocks for ropes. sure. For the sure. Ropes. I would say that 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 That's a lot. It might help. save it might save 10 to 12 seconds maybe. 12 seconds and then my it's, PR it, is faster than your time. So, <laughs> but I've also gotten so used to to knowing how to maneuver with the black ones that I I have programmed myself to know that like before I really yeah. pull on it, get that slack yeah. out before you even try to make a like start walking backwards. So, yeah. So I get that that comes down to the individual athlete how much of a help that is then really because if you're versed in the high rocks rope and you know to do that and you're efficient with it, then it's probably not saving you a ton of time having a, a different one. But if you're not and you're not a great at it in general, then that could you be a big help. You don't have to chalk up. You just grab it. You did not have, have to, to chalk up. That was nice. The ladies don't chalk up anyway. Y'all are soft. <laughs> I wear gloves. What, I'm, what I'm was like your initial question about high rocks, by the way, Rich? I was looking for some advice was, and you just came yeah. out and I, I, I came to you, my friend, with my oh, hands oh, out, oh. looking for some help and then I just get ridiculed. You want some advice about what? First about one of the year. To... You, you kind of came into if that you have, Dubai If you don't one. have it figured out by now, dude, you're shit out of luck. I'm good to go. I was just doing this for podcast content. I was going to basically just not listen to anything you said. So I was just throwing you, throwing you a bone out here just to talk, but- I guess I guess that's what I get. Because I already know your strategy. I know your plan. My plan. I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna run fast. I'm gonna do the stations fast. It's a great plan. The old the old Euro <laughs> style. Just I push the sled biggest, super hard and run faster. Yeah. The biggest thing to remember is just like this shit's hard. Like don't forget about how hard the event yeah. is. Like going to Dubai. It didn't really hit me until about two thirds the way through that race. And I was like, oh, okay. Like I see now why I trained so hard for this <laughs> race, you know? So like, yeah, just don't, don't forget about that, dude. I, I say save a little juice for the, uh, lunges and wall balls. It seems, I, I love all you men. Don't get me wrong, but it seems like that's where the women take over strengths wise versus the men. Like wall balls and lunges seem to not be an issue for the the female side, but then I think that's where some of the guys start falling off a little bit, start losing some time, like extra time that they don't really need to be losing, if that makes sense. What's the weight for the women's lunges? Uh, 50? 40? 45? Yeah. I don't know. I train like way 55? heavier, so... I think I think men are 65, women are 55, 45. Uh, What's your split normally, Meg, on the lunges? Mid twos. Okay. Right? Right, Rich? Rich probably like, knows better than me. I think a good a good one for you is like 240 somethings. Okay. I've definitely done like a 238 before, but mm. yeah. Yeah, if I'm under three, like that's you're Fantastic, good at lunges and you but... say you're good at running after lunges too, which I think you're just like an anomaly in that because I think everyone yeah, else Yeah, but my wall balls are not run. the best. But I, I want to tell you this. I don't think it's fair that the ladies get a lighter ball and a lower oh target. Oh, my God. Double scaled. Oh, Double my scaled. God. I'm not a fo- we're not a foot taller than, than you are, Meg. Okay, not me. Per- not we're, me in we're particular. We're a foot taller than like... 
Miriam, and that's it. Lauren's pretty sure. Would you, would you be sure. upset if you had to throw a, uh, a 14-pound ball to a 10-foot 10, 10 no. target? No, I wouldn't be You upset. did that anyway. Like you're, I remember in the beginning, you used to throw it all the way up to the 10-foot. Yeah, <laughs> you'd, be, you'd, be, you'd still be fine on that 10. I think it would make yeah. it a little bit more of a separate. Because right now on the women's end, it's like everybody can do it between 310 and 320. Yeah, right. you can get there, and whoever's there first, essentially the race is over. On the men's side, it does shake things up. Oh, like definitely. you can gain thirty definitely. seconds. To I like think a minute the women could be doing the twenty pound ball too. It just, I think we wouldn't be going unbroken every time. It would definitely be harder to go unbroken, but we could definitely do a twenty pound ball. You know, at, I could at, do two sets of fifty at twenty pounds. At I, camp, I think at camp, let's do let's do hundred wall balls, a hundred wall ball race. You use a 20, I'll use 25. Can't you can use like a 14 and then we'll we'll just have it out of camp. Yeah. Like a relay race? But, wall ball but relay. Their no. targets are way higher at camp. Kent was giving me grief about it. They're really high at camp. Luca throws it to the lower one. He's like, throw it there. Kent comes over, he's in my yeah. ear. I'm like, why are you doing no, that? No, I really bitch? do think that the lower target there is more like closer to the 10 foot and then it's like off by like half of a target each direction. Does that make sense? The 10 mm-hmm. foot he that he said was 10 feet. I was like, there is no way. This is so high. So we think, we think Spain's going to be like eight foot for me. Just yeah. Touching it. <laughs> yeah. Dunking it on there. Are you packed? Are you ready to go? I do, I'm, I'm doing laundry right now. So we're getting there. So when do you get back? You get back. Sunday. Eight. Evening, maybe I leave Sunday and then, morning, early. and then camp is the next weekend. Yeah. Wow, mm-hmm. nice sleep is going to be at a premium. I'm gonna, yeah, be, I was just gonna say, I, I, I feel like I can never complain about sleep because I don't have kids, but that week I'm gonna yeah, be complaining really. about sleep. Just kidding, that's what's gonna happen. You were 242, Meg, in Anaheim. You may have been faster. What was the race before that? Oh, all right, whatever, under three minutes. That's legit, that is legit. That is legit. If yeah, if I can be around three minutes, I'll be pumped. If I'm under three ten, like that's I think my best is three twelve. Yeah. So I'll be happy about that. But not packed. I guess that's another thing. You guys have both done European tra- travel or international travel, I should say. Yeah, European as well. What it what's something that you pack? What do I gotta do when I get there? So this is up for debate, but I've always gone straight from the airport to get a workout in and then go to like the hotel and then try to stay up and get on time. I think I'm not doing that anymore. I think Mm. I'm sleeping as much as I can, going to bed whenever I feel like, like literally just getting as much rest as possible. And I don't know. I know, Kent, you sometimes will take that travel day after as a rest day, right? I usually take the, the the travel day as like my rest. It depends. Like the whole Dubai yeah. trip. Yeah. Like that was a rest day. Yeah. I That might be the way to do it. I feel like you I... Kind of, you feel like shit anyway from traveling. Yeah. So you might as well just like use it as an opportunity or like hit a hard workout before you get on the plane or the day before or something like yeah. that. Yeah. But the day you land... Like I used to go right to like find a gym and like get it done, mm, get a pump session. I think I think I'm not going to do that now. It doesn't seem to help me, so I think you take it as a rest day. 
So I did, when I went to Dubai, I did a track workout on Wednesday, got to Dubai at seven o'clock Thursday night and pretty yeah. much just laid in bed from seven or from like 8 PM to the next morning. And then, Oh, you got in pretty late. Yeah. Hmm. And then I did, I didn't do a session until Friday at like about when my race was going to be the following day. So I could just kind of see what that felt like. So I ended up doing a little something Friday around two, 2 PM or something like that. So it was almost a full 48 hours of like not doing any activity hmm. at all. Um, and I, I like, I felt okay. Like I really, I didn't feel that bad, honestly. Um, like Meg said, I think if you get there within 48 hours of your competition, I think it makes the most sense to just sleep whenever you can get sleep. Don't yeah. try to like, don't try to get on schedule. You're not going to be there long enough anyway mm -hmm. to, try to, right. to try to do that. So try to catch some Z's. Like if it, if you can sleep when it's nighttime, and like when you're supposed to, then that's great. If not, I wouldn't sweat it one bit, dude, because you could probably sleep, not sleep for two straight days and still go perform 98% of your capability, you know? Well, now I just got to get faster than your freaking Dubai time so I can come back at you, which wouldn't be fast enough for what I actually need. I get in at 7 a.m. Thursday morning. So mm -hmm. I was thinking that's actually just great going and sleeping I, I think i'm just gonna try to yeah. like get and just yeah because then if you got up and you felt like good like you wanted to get something and you could like later you know yeah and if try. you didn't if you weren't able to sleep then you could just get on time with the time zone that you're in like later that yeah. night when everyone's going to bed like you'll That's if true. you end up staying awake that whole time you'll probably be tired for sure so i'm not gonna be sleep very well on the plane i don't think bring a massage gun if you have one I was doing that probably every hour on the hour, just like turning on the plane? that thing on. Yeah, I had one. I didn't dude, my use ankles, it that much. dude. I get I get cankles on on like long flights. I go swollen. I couldn't even like put my shoes on. He was in that real upscale plane, though. That's he true. He had plenty of room and had you're, his own little space. You're balling on out on Air Emirates or whatever you had. I didn't pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. The race is so I, I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna try to sleep. I am gonna try to get some kind of session in just to get a little bit, a little bit of like heavier breathing. There, I think there is something to coming from altitude and getting to sea level and having a little bit of a transition time to for 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 the breathing. Honestly, I think there is something to that. I don't know exactly what's behind it, but it feels a little bit rough the first hard session. So I'm gonna try to get something where I'm breathing a little bit heavier. Friday, uh, Friday, probably something similar, just like normal, like kind of like pre-meet as you will. But then the race is until 6.30 PM. And I want to hear, uh, and you guys raced at what, like 8 PM in Manchester. I'm thinking yeah. about doing something when I wake up on Friday morning or Saturday morning, just like that's a bad idea. 20 think, minute dude. shakeout. I've done that before and it did not bode well for me. Maybe not a run or like, like get on the elliptical and just breathe a little bit. I think you should just chill, bro. You're not gonna gain. It's a long you're not time. Gonna gain anything by doing that. I know I'm not gonna gain anything, but I, I, I'm worried. I think I'm just do your last. Do, do a session out. Friday, Friday evening, like Friday night, so you have like a legit 24 hours from 
like your last session until the race. Don't That's try to true. go, don't do your Friday session in the morning. Cause then now you're looking at 36 hours. So do your, yeah. do your Friday session more towards the evening. You know, guys wish you, you guys don't wish you did something during that Manchester. You guys just sit around, go walk wait. around, dude, go walk around, I'm not walking nowhere. Yeah. Like, that I did not care for that. That's a long time during the day to be awake knowing you have a big race and being anxious about it. That was terrible. But it's going to be like that every year, so. Yeah, seems like it. Seems like it. Because Worlds is going to be three. Can't wait to say? Then we can move on to that. I was just going to say, I don't think you should experiment with this in Madrid. Like, if you're going to try doing yeah. something like this, don't do it. Don't do it this time. The whole, like, training or do, doing something light the morning of a race. Because I don't think you've done anything like that before. Don't even. We do doubles like every day. I mean, you I know? guess. But you wouldn't. Your first session of the day would be your quality session. Sometimes we do double quality sometimes. All right. Hey. I'm just going to go do a high rocks. Get it together and go back out and do another high rocks. Don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. It's too late. I had a thought. <laughs> I had a thought that kind of freaked me out a little bit that uh, that I never hadn't had before on Friday. I was like, am I representing the entire continent over there? Like, is this something that I should be thinking about? Is this something I should be motivating myself with? And immediately I was like, no, <laughs> I'm over there to, <laughs> to run a time for me. And hopefully I what, move on to the next level. What is the time? Like, what time do you need? Like, what's the time? I'm not sure what the month's time is right now. It would be... Fifty-eight thirty would probably be safe. Ooh, be safe. That means that means you'll be my PR if you get that. I need to be your PR. I need to be Kent's Dubai time because they have you in here too. Like yeah, so I'm twentieth right now. Sandy is fifteenth at uh, fifty-eight forty-four. Fifty-eight thirty would put me at thirteenth, uh, which I think would be safe for that for the Chicago race. Just kind of going through it and who would potentially come, who might not. And mm -hmm. that, I mean, it'd be great to go faster even. <laughs> Just so like, because yeah. 30, that might not hold up for the whole year. You know, by the right. time DC comes around or whatever, and they have a uh, hundred races over there. And they, you know, how many of those races will turn into some of these fast courses from the previous year? Who knows? But what if it holds up until Chicago, get into Chicago. Get on the podium there and then punch ticket, put my good. feet up. Yeah. Start getting on nice travel blogs, seeing what's good <laughs> out there. So yeah, 5830-ish would be great. That'd be great. Or faster. Or faster. Or faster. Or faster. Oh, yeah. of course. Always right. faster. Right. And that's not like, I know we've talked that's about this. Totally that's totally doable. It's totally doable. Totally like, doable. As long as you could, you're, you have... I think we said, what, seven minutes total for your sleds mm. allow, you know, let's say a three-minute push and a four-minute pull, worst-case scenario. And then you, you're able to close out with the lunges and wall balls by just, like, not falling completely apart. You'll hit a 58-30. He He's been hammering those wall balls. No, he's I've, looking good. I'm impressed. Thank you. You are wall welcome. Are, wall balls are coming along. Running's been going well. So yeah, I'm I just saying just, like, it's not one of those things where like, you need to maximize every single run and every single yeah. station to hit yeah, 5830. Like, yeah, 
Right. You have yeah. wiggle room there. Yeah. That's yeah. Don't get point. in your head. Don't get in your head early. You know, it's a long race and like, it's like what Kent was telling me the other day. Hyrox is different because sometimes you get that second wind later on that you don't get in like a shorter race, like a deca fit or something. Cause it's over by the time you would like have that happen. There's nowhere to hide. Yeah. Right. Here you can bring it back a little bit. And that's, right. that's good too. Cause like going to these courses where the sleds are historically faster, it doesn't mean that they're easier, you know, it doesn't mean it yeah. feels better. So like if I go out there and I'm trying to do like a, try to save like, cause from my PR, my sled push that day was like three fifty, I think for like from that 5911. So I'm like, Oh, maybe I'll save a minute and 40 seconds on this sled push and just try to crush it. Like that won't work right like right if it's three flat that would put give me 40 seconds and then i just have to do the same exact race so yeah i don't want to get too wrapped up into these sleds because it's not the style of race that we run typically because we do need to break a little bit more and be a little bit more conservative me anyway and there's a lot of race after that a lot of running to do a lot, a lot of, of race wall balls, after that a lot of lunges to do I think you also need to not be thinking about the time as much. I think if you just get put yourself in a race, like let's say, for example, you and Jonathan win or like battling, that battle is going to bring you to the time that you want. Mm. Yeah. You know, like don't be like looking at your watch and being like, okay, I've got like four minutes here, four minutes there, 20 minutes, like I'm on pace. Like just, just race, dude. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I can't be be, be aware, be aware kind of of like where you're at time-wise, but don't let it fully consume you to the point where like that's all you're thinking about. What do you guys typically check in? I might look at it before burpee, lunges. After then, burpee broad jumps is usually like my first time. You will look, look at it there? Yeah. I think for me it's like right after row. Mm. And then I'm ultra conservative on like how long everything else should take. It's like three minutes for farmers. I'm like four minutes for lunges. I've never done lunges in four I'm just looking at ever, easy math. You know? I'm looking at yeah. easy math. Even like, numbers. Yeah. I always give myself like if I if it's like four minutes here, four minute run, four minute, you know, whatever, and then do the math and it's like, all right, I'm still gonna be good, you know, or or whatever. Who's going, by the way, to Dubai on the men's side? To uh, Madrid. Uh, Madrid. Um, oh, yeah, sorry. I'm not sure. Uh, uh, Jonathan Wynn, uh, Paleo Menendez, who won New York. He's He lives like a Chicago area, but he's from Spain. So I've been chatting with him a little bit. Austin's, Austin Azar is going to try to get there. He's still in Europe from his like work trip that when he was in Poland. I don't know. I would imagine Joffrey. I would imagine. I don't know. I, I, I could see it being really stacked with European athletes. Yeah. I could too, actually. Because this is the first Spanish race. Like if people if people are paying attention, right? Like you look at like Malaga and Barcelona yeah. and like where these fast times are have really come from and would like I'm going to Spain because of that as well. And it might not be that fast. It might not be fast at all. But it's an opportunity that I have to take because I need to get a race in before Chicago either way. But if I was, even if I was European, I'm like, oh, all right, it's a hundred dollar flight to Spain. Let me just, yeah, let me just try exactly. to get it in Madrid. For them, it's super easy to get to. So, of course, yeah, I mean, if you good. don't, if you don't have an auto qualifier and you live in the United States, if you want to race Chicago, you have to go abroad. So, so dumb, right? <laughs> so crazy. You see, they announced uh, Miami again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
Do we know if it's on sand? I heard it was not going to be, but who knows? Once that goes up the ladder for High Rocks. Exactly. No way. Put it on sand. That shit was amazing. (laughs) Everybody loved it. It looked so cool. So yeah, got that. So we got that going. Um, what do you, so I've been trying some different stuff before my workouts, in particular with like caffeine, like waiting a little bit longer to drink coffee in the morning and kind of like dosing it around the workout. I got some caffeine pills actually to try to to be a little bit more accurate with how much I'm taking in and also to reduce the amount of liquid that I'm drinking just so I'm not going to the bathroom so much, you know? And just like losing electrolytes and everything like that. So I've been playing around with some electrolytes in the morning and just like the regular supplementation, like whatever, creatine, beta alanine, all that stuff. But I started to, and actually Camilla mentioned this at camp as well. She takes uh, sodium bicarbonate, just like baking soda. And baking soda, what that does, it, it's like, it helps balance your pH within your blood. So like when you get anaerobic and you release lactate, like the byproduct of that, makes your blood level pH like be more acidic. And so sodium bicarbonate is supposed to be a little bit more basic and try to keep it so that burning doesn't go crazy. I tried it before that deck is strong and it just made me shit. It was not, it was not the move. <laughs> I was just like, okay, I'm a, I told Cam, I was like, how you feeling? I was like, I'm good. I'm shitting a lot, but I feel okay. So That's not what oh, you man. said, dude. Uh, uh, you were pooping water is all I you said, kept saying. <laughs> I said, I'm pooping water, but I physically feel okay. So uh, I'm not sure. Oh, dang, dude, homie's nervous. He real nervous <laughs> for this deck of strong. It was so weird because I wasn't sick. I wasn't, I didn't feel like sick that way, but it was just like coming out like I was sick. And then I felt ready. I was like, oh man, everything is just like gone. And yeah. Hit me with that 25 yard transition. I tell you, it was a shuttle run too. You had to go down, back, down, back to get to the the ram burpees it wasn't oh, you did have, it you did have an advantage on the farmers so let's just I did have an advantage on the farmers they just had a down back down back for farmers which is definitely oh. faster yeah. but it was like a transition to this had a, whatever whatever so sodium bicarbonate to maybe so maybe risking a lot of toilet time water poops I think caffeine pretty close to start time for me is very important. I have my coffee usually normal time, but I always pick up like a five-hour energy. That's worked for me. How long um, do you take it? Will you take it before your warm-up? I'll, start, or like I'll, take, warm-up? I'll, take, I'll slowly sip on it pretty much from like an hour out from the race until like the hour starts or to when the race starts. So I'll, I'll like get it, take, take a swig of it, put the cap back on. Mm-hmm. 15 minutes later, I'll take another little bit and then just keep that trend going until race time. I've done the full thing like right before the start. And sometimes that like, I'll be like, am I about to have a heart attack? <laughs> it's a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking intense right now. I'm sweating. Are, those are no joke. Back in, back in my heavy drinking days, we used to bring those out and just like dump them into our like Miller lights. And it's actually kind of banging. It's kind of like a, a red, nice. red, red Bull vodka for beers. Yeah. Meg, what's your, uh, do you do caffeine? No, do I don't. Now I'm feeling like I should. You don't really dose I it don't around. I don't do the... anything. You, no. you drink coffee though, right? Yeah. I mean, so I just have my normal in the morning, but mm-hmm. that's it really. So maybe I need to I've get been... on this train. Well, I've been careful around taking caffeine around the race just because I will drink it in the morning. 
So that's why I'm trying to be like a yeah. little bit less. I'm always to... worried that my heart's going to like, that I'm going to be like super spiked or something. I don't know. But I drink enough caffeine normally. So it's like probably not. So I don't know. Maybe that's something I got to start dabbling with too. Give it a shot. Could give it a shot. So we have the app coming. Yeah. You want to do a workout of the week real quick? Want to do that first? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do workout of the week. Let's do workout of the week. I got to pull something up. You got something locked and loaded? Sure. What you got? I'm going to give, I'm going to give a run workout and then a little bit of a, like a station one too. Okay. Double. So my Tuesday, my Tuesday or no, not Tuesday, my Wednesday, my Wednesday session was a five mile tempo run on the assault runner. Um, but at the four and a half mile mark, I got off and did a hundred meters of lunges, got back on the treadmill for another half mile and then finished with a hundred wall balls. So I, I essentially just built some fatigue in the body and then basically finished out the last two stations of a high rocks there, um, at the end of it. So that was a great workout. I like that. I like that. that. Yeah. It's very similar um, to like the, the, what I did this week as well. And then a little, uh, I did some, I did some like all out sprinting on the machines. I did like a 15 minute EMOM where I would do the first minute was a hundred meter row. The second minute was a hundred meter ski. And then the third minute was a 10 cal bike. And then I would start back over the top and did that for five rounds and was just literally going as hard as I fucking could on the machines bump up the damper setting to like nine or 10 on both of them and really just get after it. And you're just going for power output really like this isn't like a fitness builder really, you know, it's, it's not one of those sessions, but I still think that they're valuable to do, especially Mm -hmm. when you're, when you are training for shorter events too, like I am like Deca strong, for example, Mm -hmm. Um, it'll take you like 10 to 15 seconds. Uh, the assault bike was like 10 seconds, but everything else was like 15 or 16. Mm-hmm. So just like so all a good amount of rest. Yeah, for to, like, sure. It's like three to one rest, which is appropriate for going that hard. Mm-hmm. I like it. And then I had a little finisher. I did a finisher where I did, it was lunges. Everything's high rocks weight, by the way. It's lunges times 40 meters, farmer's carry times 80 meters, burpee broad jumps times 40 meters. And then you decrease lunges times 30 meters, farmers carry times 60 meters, burpee broad jumps times 30. So the lunges and the burpees stay the same distance, um, but the farmer carries a little bit more. And then the third round is lunges times 20 meters, farmer carry times 40 meters, burpee broad jumps times 20 meters, and then lunges times 10 meters, farmer carry times 20 meters, burpee broad jumps times 10 meters. It's like an, eight eight minutes. It, yeah. Is it for time? Just like blast through it. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And that sucked. That sucked, but it was, that's, that's what I was looking for. Just like short and sweet. Nice. Meg, you had a race. Uh, did you have anything fun that you did during the week? Yeah. So Thursday before I left, I just did, I love doing EMOMs on the machines. I'll do all three of them really short recovery. So this week I did an E2 mom, 30 minutes, minute and a half on, 30 seconds off at DecaFit pace or faster. So it was, it's pretty hard. 
I was trying to hit 25 cals in that minute 30 on the mm. assault bike. So it's for me, that's moving. Mm-hmm. So, and I was, pu- you know, pulling like 150 on the row and then mid 150s on the ski. So 30 minutes, but it was pretty high end output. Um, and I, I love that style. I know, Kent, you do a lot of that kind of stuff too. Um, so it's a little bit longer. So you get a little bit more of that aerobic because isn't it fit? You're doing 500 meters. So it's, you know, you're almost kind of at that point anyway. But uh, the short recovery is what I really like on those. It really forces me to like take some deep breaths during that transition from machine to machine and, and try to get back after it. So, yeah. So that's my workout of the week. Those are rough. They are. Those they, get hard. They are hard sooner than you think they're going to be, I think. But because you're changing, you could always like go there a little bit more than yeah. like if it was just like straight skier. Exactly. Uh, you would probably have to dial it back a little bit, but being able to change it's a way to good way to be able to keep that intensity high while getting a lot right. of volume in. Yeah. And the assault bikes like the one that like really kind of fucks up the whole the whole yeah. thing. We do like 30 seconds rest after the assault bike probably feels a little bit different than like 30 seconds after the other machines, you know, I always go row assault bike skier because Mm. the assault bike and I'm a better rower than I am at the other two. So I always try to like really hurt myself (laughs) for the other two. Plus just where they're placed in the race. It's like they're later. So I like doing the row first and then you know the the more uh hurt the the machines that hurt a little bit more at the end Mm -hmm. yeah that makes sense and 25 cows that is a lot yeah i mean i i only got it like two out of the however many rounds (laughs) you were trying i was trying i was like 23 24 so i was right there but yeah that's 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 moving for me so when we did, because I mean, it's just so much different when the power output, when, when you were visiting yeah. in Colorado, when we went down to V23, I think we had 20 cows we had to do before burpee box jump overs. Yeah. And I needed to do, do like 12 cows to like, get to your probably 20. Like 15. Yeah. Like, and there's this other beast next to me going even harder. Dude, these guys were taking Kent like, like 10 seconds. Hinman is insane on the he assault bike. If you it. ever see any of his videos, it is crazy. That's actually how he does I it. I would like just be getting it going. And he'd be like done. And, and I was, was like, like how oh. many is this? I was like, we're like 20. She's like, oh my like, God. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I got to scale it. What's the women's scale? I don't know. I don't understand. Yeah. That's when you got it. Like a guy like Hinman, you got to be, make it like a hundred cal intervals. Yeah. So that he, he can't just like blast it. It's like, we're going to make this a grind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But yeah. He can, his, his output on that machine is insane. Them cycling legs. Uh, I did a workout basically because it's like prep, uh, wasn't very fancy this week. It was basically, I did a progression of one big workout that we talked about on the episode last week where I just run through the whole thing. It was a mile, 400 meter jog, 400 meter hard, 400 meter jog, three miles at like tempo ish pace, 400 meter jog. And then on Kent's suggestion, it was 800 meter into hundred yard walking on just like a dummy over here, like a CrossFitter going yards instead of meters. Thought it was meters. <laughs> Got off in 245. I was like, you're feeling I'm, yourself. I'm that dude. I'm him. And then did another 800 right after without rest and then did a hundred wall balls. And that actually went really well. May have miscounted the wall balls, but you know, 
that's no problem, right, Meg? We're fine with it. I, I now always do extra wall balls. Even if I think I got to 100, I do like five more every time now. <laughs> I'm going to join I, you on that. Because it's so hard. You get to like 50 and then you're like, I don't know. Is that 50 or 60? Like it, it really does. At least for me, it starts getting tough. So I always just add on now. I've stopped counting like in a linear fashion. I, I count to 10 and then start over at 10. Ten. So I'm just doing 10s. So I'm like, yeah, I think that was 50. That's probably, yeah, but the, yeah, I still feel I like I would 50. screw that up. But definitely, but I felt good about it, even if like both those stations were maybe a little short, but felt happy about where that it was. The running was a little bit faster than the week before. The stations felt good. It was a good confidence builder. And then I just did half a high rocks yesterday just to make sure. Nice. And it was, a, it was a good reminder, right? Like, because like, can't what you said, it feels bad. And even at like skier, I was already like, hmm, this isn't as easy as I was hoping it would be. But then you get going and you're like, oh, but I'm fine. You know, yep. so. Yeah. When you, when you say half a high rocks, does that mean you did a quarter mile of running and 500 meters on the machines uh-huh. or you just did half the race and then stopped? I have to race and stop the first half. Okay. I did uh, a little bit more because I wanted to run after the burpee broad jumps. When I did a high rocks workout two weeks ago, the coming out of burpee broad jumps felt a little jarring so i wanted to feel that again and i think that's yeah. something at altitude i think that burby broad jumps are tough because for me it's like respiration rate gets kind of jacked up i've Relatable. drilled home i've drilled home the first couple stations of high rocks now for what seems like years it's time now that i drill home the back the back end of this race mm-hmm. and i don't know why it's taken me so many years to be like okay maybe i should do more lunges and wall balls you know like that's clearly the part in my race now where i still have so much time to like even drop off of my time and that's why we have been doing these workouts where let's finish the workout with either 100 meters of lunges or 100 wall balls at the end of an interval workout you know just to just to throw it in there um it's just hard to get to you know it's hard to to like really replicate it, you can replicate the first four stations in high rocks just by, cause you're starting fresh, but to mm-hmm. really get to where you need to go and how it's going to feel like you have to do some work to get to where those lunges feel like the lunges or where the wall balls feel like the lunges or wall balls feel like the wall balls. So, but Meg, you came in and you were like, these are fine. These are easy. It's just cause you have like a ton of volume. I think so. Yeah. I don't know. I was a lunge queen though. Like that was always a staple, a huge staple in just like any lifting program that I'd ever done or like, so for me, like, I like that being at the end just cause. Yeah. You aw. had the background in that. There's Bennett. What's up, dude? That's my guy right there. That's my, is he purring? Um, <laughs> all right. So our app is just about ready it's like 98 percent ready our guy kent came through crushed it on camera we got that ready it's up and we're we've changed the mile hybrid instagram to rmr training on instagram now probably change the name is podcast probably gonna change everything all the names that were once one thing they're now rmr but the app it's just about here we're feeling excited. Are we feeling excited? The heck? We're very excited. Well, I think we've just been like, it's been 
we've been talking about it for so long. It's just like, all right, it's time to just open time the doors to, and let people in now. Time to be yes. about it. But we're thinking Friday. Friday it's happening. Friday's Friday launch. We're going to happening. open the doors. We're going to release it. So be on the lookout for that. We're going to share some more information about how to go about getting it. But once we share the link, you'll get a seven day free trial. And you can pop right on. And, and some of the some of the benefits of it is that there's going to be multiple training programs, all designed by us, and workout of the day progressions. So you can also kind of dip between different programs. And if like you finish a program, you could go into something that's going to be a little bit that's going to be a little bit more varied and you can kind of bounce back and forth. Well, before it's like you can buy one program and then when it's done, what do you do? But this is going to have the ability to just work on your general fitness and then work on your specific fitness. And it's like $14.99. That's like, and we've got many, many programs coming down the pipeline. Oh yeah. We just don't yeah. want to put, we don't want to put too much out there at the beginning. Because we want to make sure it's good. We want to hear the feedback from the people who do join and what they want and what they think is going to be beneficial for them, for you, the athlete. So be on the lookout for that. Take a, we'll be sharing it on our personal Instagram and also on the RMR training Instagram. If you're not following, follow. So you don't, you don't miss any of that. What else we got to plug? Drink power lift. Yeah. 10,000. Buy the app. By the app. app. By the app mostly. If it's between <laughs> yeah. you know, getting that. We've honestly, I know, like, we, we've really worked super hard on this app. Like, we want this to be the place where everyone goes for, for High Rocks and DecaFit training. And, like, we're only going to evolve and make this better. I can promise yeah. you that. Um, but this is something we've taken very, very seriously. And, like, there's a reason us three joined together to make this happen like we we picked world champion athletes and coaches to do this because we believe in the product that we can put out there together as a team not just not just what i can put out there or what rich or meg we're 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 the fucking tripod here let's go you know so we're really looking forward to this we can't wait to have you on board i said that in my speech um, but this is going to be, this is going to be super fun, man. And, uh, like I said, we've got more stuff coming down the pipeline. This is, this is just the beginning. Tell Carl to peep down. Carl's buttoning on your, on your clothes, on their speech. All right, cool. I think that's it. What's, where can we see you guys next? What do you got? Is it Chicago for both of you or, or, uh, alpha warrior? Yeah. Really, alpha warrior. Alpha warriors. Alpha warrior. Soon. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's in three weeks, right? October sixth. Is that right? Seven. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. That Kent's coaching me. I'm competing. Kent's coaching. We've got the squad. Rigged the team. We do have the squad. We do have the the squad. That's the most rigged team I've ever seen. (laughs) Ken's like, I'm not planned it, baby. Ken's like, I'm not (laughs) I'm not gonna participate unless my team wins. So give me all the good give me all the good athletes here. Rich, you going to be on next week, or are we going to have to hold it down for you? What's, oh, you what's might, the plan? you might have to, you might have to. Uh, yeah, when we we'll figure that out off, but yeah, that might have to be a thing. Maybe we'll pop on later in the week if anybody wants to chat. I'd be happy to do that. Hopefully, we have a very positive race recap to talk about. And we'll just be talking about Chicago. Like it's we're all going. It's yeah. going to be so fun. We're just going to hang out. <laughs> That's what we'll do. Yep. 
All right, squad. For sure. Thanks for joining. We'll talk to you soon. See ya.